trust the timing of your life because things work out when they're meant to work out. Oh, Jane, she's so spaced out there. <laughs> you really <were>. <laughs> <laughs> I was just staring at the wall. <gasps> what are we talking about today, Ro? Um, today we're gonna be doing a Q and A. Q and A. We. This is literally what Ro has been gagging for since before we even released an episode. Gagging for. Yeah, and why are we doing a Q and A? We're not just doing it for our own egos. We're doing it because. Ah. <laughs> well, no. we've gotten loads of questions in like organically over the past like two months, so. Uh, why not like yeah we saw that yeah like it was always like <laughs> i was like i'd love to have an agony and podcast not that i'm in any way qualified to do so but just like i actually genuinely really enjoy um answering people's questions me too like when i used to make youtube videos back in the day i used to love doing the q a videos i just loved it did you do q a q a videos yeah well people would ask me questions about myself and i'd answer them <laughs> is that people ask questions no what, pe- what were the questions like god i can't think of any like what age are you um where do you live uh, that's such a youtube community thing no though, isn't it? A, a q a on youtube is a huge thing no but to be fair people would ask me questions and i'd answer them yeah, themselves as well but it was mainly like 16 random facts about me oh god <laughs> the 50 oh. can we watch some of them later no absolutely not come on no watch the ones i'm in I do have one that's like, uh, where you used to wear Birkenstocks and has like 100,000 views. Fucking hell. <laughs> to think because people searching Birkenstocks. Yeah. Yeah, it's mad. Sorry, also I have to apologise. I've had a, a sinus infection for the past two weeks. and um, That's a lie. No, it's not. I thought you just said it was because you're drinking wine. No, I've, I, you don't <laughs> listen to me. I'm a bad listener. <laughs> Terrible. I've had a sinus <laughs> infection that's for the past two weeks. That's why I'm not going to be in agony. And, and, it's, and it's starting to clear, but I just took a sip of wine and I'm um, flaring up again. I uprooted it. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, I blocked out that whole first thing um, you said. You did. <laughs> You're just screaming at me to get a sinus <laughs> rinse. Um, so I'm a little bit nasally, so I apologise, but I'm not going to stop drinking the wine because it's Literally. Friday and I'm gagging for a wine. So um, we get loads of messages in. Loads is a bit of an... We get a couple. We get a few. Nice few. Nice few. We got yeah, them nice in. Nice few, to be fair. People started doing it kind of automatically. So then we just uh, thought that let's collate them and lash through them. Yeah. So um, we did a call out on, on Instagram and Twitter and stuff um, during the week. They don't even know. Let's just go into the questions, will we? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> th- that's all you need to know, really. And then <laughs> I don't know why we're questions. really talking about it. Okay. This is how the internet works. Do you want to do the first one? Will I read oh. it? Yeah. You have a nice reading voice. Okay. Okay, so we got one email in. It is um, anonymous, actually. It's from Dazed and Confused. It's a nice nod to to a great film. Um, So here goes. I'm not sure if my problem is a common one. I haven't even confided in my closest friends. I've been with my boyfriend for nearly five years and we've lived together for two of those. We've had our fair share of ups and downs, but we're pretty solid. However... Our sexual relationship has taken a turn for the worst in the past year or so. In short, he doesn't seem interested in me at all. If I didn't instigate any of it, I think we would go months and months without having sex. I've tried talking to him about it and he says he finds it awkward talking about it. He uses excuses that he's tired, we're too busy, he's not an overly sexual person. I don't know what to believe. I do believe he loves me, however I'm starting to get bored. I have needs and one of them is to feel desired by my boyfriend. 
I don't feel wanted at all and it's starting to get me down. I don't know how to address it again when I've brought it up many times. Do you think it's possible to have a lasting relationship or are we on two different pages? Oh, oh. my heart goes out to days and confused. Mine does too. It's because it's a tough one because I think, you know, you kind of, you often hear of men who always want sex from their girlfriends and they're like, yeah. oh, too tired. So it's kind of flipped. It's and a little bit of a role reversal going on. Well, and it, well, it just goes to show that like, you know, it's the same thing. There is no, you know, it's not a, yeah, I know what you mean. Like men aren't always the the horny, horny ones, yeah. horny ones, and women are withholding. And it's not even about withholding. Anyway, it's a really, is, really common problem, though. I think it is, and I think it's something that girls don't really talk about too much. No, but also like sex is actually a very important part of a relationship, and I don't mean that in like you have to be having certain amounts of sex to, but it's just an important thing that like whether you're having it or not having it. That you're both on the same page. You're both on the same page. So yeah. like, it's not a case you have to be having sex to have a good relationship. I actually don't even think that. I just mean that you both need to be in the same boat and both being happy at whatever level it's at. Well, that's what I mean. Like people can like you know not have sex at all, maybe once a year, and they both could be completely happy with it, <laughs> like a Christmas ride or something, like a Christmas ride, <laughs> a they, birthday but, ride. But the point is, they they both. That's, that's fine, fine for them. For both of them. Yeah. So this is like pretty difficult. Like I guess when we first read this, we were like, okay, we've so many questions, like like the first thing that we both thought of was like is he all, like is he all right in terms of like is he particularly st- has he been particularly stressed the last year did he change jobs did anything happen like is he himself yeah is there any f- like is it just that he doesn't want to have sex or you know like i don't mean I'm, I'm not pinning anything on anyone but you know um depression sex not having sex is a yep. is a sign of depression or not having a sex drive or a number of things so yeah, I wanted to know that. So I guess any advice we give is totally with a grain of salt because I don't think we have yeah. enough information about this. But I feel like she would have, if if it was, she would have added that if he's been de- very down last year. Like that would be a, like a crucial bit of information. But yeah, it's hard to know. But like, I think the important thing to remember is like, okay, so they were going out for five years. They moved in with each other after th- three years. They've lived together for two years. Like living together does change your sex life completely. Completely. Like, so that's important we to keep in mind. We both can vouch for that. Yes. Yeah. I think it does. Because, do you know why? Because you... It's on tap. Because <laughs> like, you can have it whenever you want. Yeah. Um, But, like, it's funny because when you see each other, it's not like this big event to see each other. Yeah. But when you live together, you're, you're getting up, you're going to work at eight in the morning, and you're coming back at, like, six or seven at night, you're making dinner, and then you're fucking it's Go, wrecked. go, go until bedtime, to be honest, and, isn't and it? Frankly, being completely honest, like, sometimes I'm just happy out to not have sex and go to sleep, like... Ah, but Jesus, who has it? I mean, you're hardly having it every night. Oh, no, of course not. That's oh what I mean, God. like... Do some people have it every night, do you think? I don't know. Oh. It sounds like a lot of effort. <laughs> the winter when you're It's nice reason. on a special occasion, like... <laughs> No, but like, you know, so that that is normal. But if it's but okay, so no, it sounds like though, yeah. to be fair, it's a problem. And he, she's saying that like, even if I didn't initiate it, we'd never have sex. Like, to be honest, it's it's impossible to say, we can't say why he doesn't want to have sex, but something is definitely going on. Like, I think my piece of advice would be to uh, suggest going to couples therapy or something. Now, I know that's like, if he's not even talking to you about it, then how is he going to talk to someone else? But I think you need to let him know how serious this is. Because it sounds like you're getting to the end of your tether and you're like, the relationship is, stro- like, is you know, is coming, not coming to an end, but like that it's something that's bothering you yeah. that much. So I think you need to like, I don't know how you brought it up. Like, I know with me, I bring up serious 
serious topics in like a really stupid jokey way and i'm like half saying things like i think i'm gonna say don't do that because being on the receiving end of stuff like that it's so frustrating no i mean don't i mean i mean have a serious conversation oh yeah yeah no don't yeah. do jokey don't do jokey i mean like, like well what do they mean Are that's they... what i mean i mean yeah, up yeah, until okay. now she might have been like oh you never want to sex me kind of like in a kind of jokey way exactly yeah and he might be like oh shut up it's grand or whatever so i think you need to be like we need to talk yes exactly Let's sit down and talk about the sex and what's going on now failing that i think maybe therapy like therapy is obviously taboo and like couple therapy is probably even more taboo but um if you're saying look i think this is a problem i think we need to work through i think like and if he says like no like that's to me showing that he's not really interested in progressing the relationship to be honest i don't know ro do you not know well me and you always say that you have to kind of come to the decision to go to therapy that's true naturally that's so if you force someone to go to therapy no i just mean if he's not okay if he's not talking to her about it, he's not gonna talk to anyone else about it there's no like if he's not willing yeah. Do, yeah so i mean like obviously the first option is like to for them to have a great conversation about it but like failing that i feel like there might need to be like another something no no i would there. agree with you it's just it's a tough one but um, i doubt he'll go to be honest if he's not talking to her about it it's yeah a, but i think you need to make it very known um yeah you know how you feel about the situation and and try and talk to him again uh if not for the sake of the relationship then for the sake of yourself yeah and like don't think that this is like a small deal like it's a big deal if it's bothering you this much it's, you said you don't even you haven't even told your closest friends that you're obviously seem a bit ashamed or not ashamed but like embarrassed about it yeah, yeah which you shouldn't be at all but like i think that it's obviously such a big deal to you that like like you have to just bring it up seriously and tell them that like the relationship is you're you're not you're not feeling like desired and you're not feeling yeah you're not being satisfied well yeah, i i think the crux of it is the the feeling of not being desired and not being 100% wanted not being by wanted. the person that that you, who's meant to love you unconditionally and and that can really knock your confidence and bleed into other areas of your life and if it's changed like if it was if he, i'd love to know like was he all like ride 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 and then just like changed because then that's a sign of like something really big going on with him yeah see like you with, haven't changed with such a snippet of a, of a of a picture it's it's so hard to know but my advice then would be row same with row i think you need to communicate i don't think you're going anywhere without communicating with him yeah. there's literally nothing you can do without communicating with yeah him. so try talk to him again maybe suggest couples therapy in a very serious way like talk to him like say like this is literally like a make or break situation and it's like be clear the make or break isn't if we don't have sex, I'm going to leave you. The make or break is like, we have to communicate what's the problem. Exactly. Yeah. Because like, you don't want to get into a state where you're forcing him to like, have sex. You want to just, you want him to explain what's going on. Um, and yeah, I think that's the best bet to be honest. Unfortunately, we don't have any other magic solution there. No other magic solution except, um, I will leave you with one bit. Actually, yes. Right, go on. Sorry. <laughs> it is nothing to do with you. Yes. It is nothing to do with you. And I think that's really important to know. Yeah. That's the one bit of advice I'll leave you with. Just know that it's nothing to do with it's you. Nothing it's to something do with that's you. going on internally. Yeah. He either just got a knock of confidence. Like, you know, I've had times where maybe I have, my confidence hasn't been the best for whatever reason. And sex is off the cards. Like, There you go. Not interested. Maybe it can last for a week or last for a few months. Like, I think, I think 
sex is all is really really about how you feel about yourself like i think the best sex you have is when you feel good about yourself we all know that's why that's why people have great sex when they're drunk or bad sex depending on how drunk you are you know what i mean when you feel good about yourself when your inhibitions are down that's when it's great so if you're feeling bad about yourself he could have had a huge confidence knock for whatever reason so um be sensitive to that as well but also know it's not you like you know you haven't changed yeah and and you are entitled to know what's going on as his his partner yeah. So yeah, um good luck. Um good I luck. hope it works out. Um let us know how it goes. Yes. Let us know. That <laughs> was a really giddy row. Um okay, moving on. One. Next one is from Hannah on Instagram and she said, How do you meet guys when you're in your late twenties? I have no idea how to meet guys. <laughs> Being a lesbian. Did you know I was a lesbian? Oh, I didn't know that, Jay. Um look, uh see uh, and I know it shouldn't really matter with meeting guys or girls but i think it does because if i was telling a lesbian this i'd say tinder whatever apps plenty of fish mm. whatever i'd say go on them um because you meet people outside of your usual friend group that you didn't know existed which is great but i am aware that i think guys use tinder and stuff differently and you know i think maybe a lot of lesbians not to generalise, but mm. it's it's not used as a hookup. It's used as going on dates. Yeah. Uh, but I think a lot of men would probably use it as as, as hooking up, I guess. So. Well, yeah, from what? Yeah. 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 Um, not, well, I mean, not across the board, but, you know, generally. Um, so I don't have any advice to this. I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. Um, go out. I don't know. I, don't I do. I do. No, you can't say go on Tinder and go out. <laughs> Well, well, no, I, I know. Like, I think Tinder is like. I think most girls I speak to, they're like, it's shite. Like, see, I have had huge success with. I Tinder. think that's. I think that's a difference between. I think it's a lesbian thing. Yeah, and I and also lesbians, please um, message in and um, let us know what you think because I'm feeling on my own over here. Yeah, Jane got no lesbian questions. No lesbian questions. Oh. And also, let us know if if you've had success with Tinder as well because I'm pretty sure it is a no, lesbian thing. I have heard lots of people meeting on Tinder and stuff, but I don't know. Like recently, I feel like a lot of people are just like fed up with it. And it's just like a waste of time. But See, I haven't been on it in about two years. Yeah. Standard's not great there on it now. <laughs> I have a look when someone's on it and I'm like, Jesus. But then our friend Ellie, who was on the podcast last, ep- last episode, is in New York. And the standard is out of this world. Yes, it is. But I went on but Tinder just in New hookups. York. I w- well, yeah. But I went on Tinder in New York and there's so many people. That oh, insane. But you barely match with anyone because... Like by the time someone gets back and matches you too, it's like two weeks later. Yeah, we're you not we, in our in Dublin. You see the same people over and over exactly, again. Exactly. Yeah. Um. But like, what I would say is like, I think a great way to meet people. And this is actually gas. This is why my mom said to me one time. She was like, "Go on, Burr. Go on, Burr. She said something like, "Great. I always think the best place to meet people is through your colleagues. So colleagues, specifically. Colleagues. She said colleagues like through workplaces. So like, let's say um I have a single friend. And I brought a single friend to like a work night or something. Like she thinks that like that's the best way to meet somebody. You're like basically friends of friends. And I actually know like can I think that's true. I think anyone I know yeah. has been like set up by like a mutual friend. It's usually worked out quite well. No, for the most part. Just because it's like you know them, they know you. It's like a nice little thing and you're probably into the same things. I think like a kind of a mutual friend situation is a great way to meet somebody. So how do you get in those situations? Well that's i don't know see like when you say mutual friend okay when you describe like oh bring your mate to like a party where yeah. the people they're not friends with or whatever yeah 
See, when you're saying set up, in my head, I'm thinking like, you're like, oh, now, uh, my friend. No, I do think also a set up. Okay, I think of like, get yourself in front of like pe- new people who you have a connection to because let's say your friend brings to a party. But I also think getting set up is also what What thing. is set up? Like, we shift my like, friends? Like, I'll say, Jane, I have a friend in work called Mary. <laughs> <laughs> I think what do you think got me set and pair you up Mary and what sh- do you mean set up like you <laughs> put us in a room together <laughs> no I, I don't put you in a room together I say Jane look at Mary do you like her yeah Mary look at Jane do you like her yeah and then you two you get in touch I accept, give each other's numbers and sort it out like I'm not being there <laughs> how do you not get what a setup is I don't know it's weird she's gonna like be there and be like right leave us to it bye yeah no I'm just getting like set up from like American movies you know that kind of vibe um Okay, set Look. up. Okay, yeah, okay. Getting angry <laughs> with each other now. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't think you should be like, how do you meet someone in your late 20s? Actually, because I like, forget about like the age. Like Meeting someone is hard no matter what age you are. But I do exactly, think... Yeah. I do and f- also, 28, are you having a laugh? You're not 78. It's easy for you to say you're in a relationship. That's a good point. <laughs> I think that like people... I, I've always thought this, that like relationships... like People break up all at the same time. Do you ever notice that when like you like people break up like in threes? Is it threes? Well, like you know, like celebrity deaths are always in threes. Do you mean three years or three groups of people breaking up? Three groups of people. I mean more like that. You can see like around a certain age, people are getting to like make or break stage, which I think is late twenties. Which people are like, are we going to get married or are we going to break up? Oh yeah, good point. So what I mean there is, I think there actually is a lot of singles kind of like floating around, floating around, round first. I think so. So anyway, how do, you, how do you get to them? Tinder. <laughs> no, Tinder mutual friends. That's my suggestion. Okay, Tinder. move on, move okay, on. Okay, okay. Oh, you had a good point there to make about don't put too much focus on it. Don't. Yes, sorry, I forgot to say that. I think that far too much focus is is being put on, you know, success is a relationship. Because mm. I, I genuinely believe that it'll happen when it happens. But if you're not, you know in the in the right place in yourself to accept that relationship i don't think it's going to work out so i think just focus on doing your own thing what makes you happy seeing your mates fucking take up a class i don't know drink loads of wine do what you want and then you know someone will come along yeah um eventually like like, unfortunately like it's so cliche but you have to be fucking happy in yourself you do before you start anything you absolutely do you absolutely do. Yeah. Like when I was going through major heartbreak and like all I wanted was like to meet somebody and like I was just not for the right reasons just because I was lonely and heartbroken. Exactly. It never worked out. Never. Never. Because I wasn't myself. I was like a broken version of myself that was trying to like go to someone to mend me. But then as soon as I actually started enjoying my life again, bang. Yeah. Relationship. But I don't think you should be like try and focus on yourself with end game to get a relationship <laughs> yeah as well yeah just try and gain focus the situation on yourself and see what happens just have an open mind and an open heart and you never know who's going to walk into your life did you say open mind and open heart of course i did very nice okay next question is from hold on i'm scrolling down emer and emer <laughs> emer wanted to know okay same kind of same so I'm in my late 20s and I have no boyfriend I'm kind of freaking out thinking about like wanting to have kids in the future and get married but I feel like I am running out of time what should I do and how do I just relax about it all you go first okay I have a lot to say in this one because I I like feel I, I kind of I, I can feel where she's coming from I'm like this is actually ah, this, is, 
Ah, Emer. I'm with you. This is something that, like, I feel that, like, is... How many times can I say, like... But... I just think it's really annoying being a woman because you have a biological clock. And it's like, like literally, if you want to have a child, you need to do so before you're 40, let's say. Some people, 42, 43, whatever. Okay. But like, there is a literal end goal on that. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. So there is a ticking clock in some ways. And I do think if you want a child, like if children is something that you've always wanted, it is a lot of stress, a lot of pressure, right? And I think that's something that so many women feel um like for example let's say you're with someone for 10 years and you break up when you're 33 and you're like oh my fucking god now when are we gonna have kids or if you never if you're not in a relationship and you're in your 30s whatever it's stressful and it's like not a nice feeling to have that time is against you but my advice in this situation is to like literally get the time get the age out of your head because i'd agree and get timelines out of your head right because what like we're all what we've all we all do and i hear people doing is like okay no so like let's just they start the calculating and they're like, I'm 31 now, let's say. And I, ha- I, I you have to be going out with someone for five years before you, I hate that before you do this, right? And then like, I'll be 37. And then what if he doesn't want kids? And should I wait two years into the relationship to ask him if he wants kids? And I've wasted two years of time. Like it's all this calculating, calculating, calculating. And like, you literally don't know how your life is going to turn out. You have no idea. You could meet someone tomorrow who you fall madly in love with, you get married in a month and get pregnant. Like you could in night, like you could literally in a year's time be like pregnant with exactly. the love of your life. Like, and I think it's it's I think like okay, a good example is me and Jane. So, let's say I've been with Dave for almost eight years, and we only moved in together when we were going out for like over five years because we started going out and we we're really young, and I was twenty one, right, when we started going out, and like. We, it took us five years to even move in with each other. And whereas Jane, you started going out with Andrea when you were... 26. 26. And you moved in with each other after? Um, a year. You see? So I think also it's important to keep in mind that when you get older, like, you know what you want. Like, you know who you like. It doesn't... You're not as immature as when you're younger. So That's I think, a very good I think point, timelines yeah. shorten a lot. Like, I, I, from what I've seen that, like, people who meet in their, like, mid-30s, early-30s, like... They are like living with each other within a year. They're like, could be married in two years if that's what you want. Do you know what? I remember talking to my cousin about this um, at his, it was just before his wedding. And uh, I was like, oh, how long have you been with your fiance for? And he was like, um, a year and a half. And I was like, geez, and you're getting married. And he was saying, um, he was like, Jane, in your 20s, like you could be going out with a girl for three or four years. Mm. And, you know, you're not wasting any time in your 30s. Yeah, you know what you want. Exactly. And he's like, you could be going out some three or four years, but once you get to my age, and he's like 34, he's yeah. like 34 and he got married. He's like, once you get to my age, it's like, time moves a lot faster. Like, Yeah. And he was saying like, you just know. And I was like, fair play. So I think that's like a really important thing. Like, because I know like a lot of people are like, oh my God, I need to go out with someone for this much time. But like, actually like, just trust that like, okay, th- oh, I keep saying like so much. Oh, I hate myself. It's okay, bro. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> but... I think trust the timing of your life. And that's something that I need to do and like I'm not doing, but like, you know, it's important. Like, to trust the timing of your life because things work out when they're meant to work out. And you could, in five years from now, you could have two babies and you could be like, oh my God, I never ever thought this would happen. I was freaking out. Why was I freaking out five years ago at 29 because I was waiting for the man to enter my life? Like, yeah, it, you, it, you don't know. No. And like, what I will say on the flip side of this, right? Not everybody is going to find somebody, right? Not everyone is going to reality. have like a lovely relationship and have a baby if that's what you want and all that stuff, right? But you can get a fucking sperm donor. 
You can. So I think that's actually... And I know lesbians who've gotten sperm donors. And I know single women who that is in their plan. Yeah. And they have the sperm picked out. And I think there's something so like calming about that to be like, I would love... Because some people like want to have a child so much. Yeah. And it's always something they've always wanted. So I think for those people to say, ideally, I wanted to be with a man that I love, but... I can do this alone as well. Exactly. And if I'm single by the time I'm 39, maybe I will do that. And then just be like, right, that's grand. I still have an option. It's not going to be, it's not, it's going to be something I can have. Just to, might change how I do it. Grand. Exactly. Yeah. Grand. It's going to happen. It's just, you know. And the last thing you want to do is rush into a relationship with someone that you aren't into and then have a baby and then for it to be awful. That's no way to bring a child into the world. No. So I think regarding your question of like freaking out because you're in your late 20s and you haven't found somebody and you're thinking about like, you know, people getting married, having kids and all that stuff and moving in together and how you feel like you're not going to get there. Like you will get there. You will meet somebody. Exactly. Um, Just stop putting like ages and timelines on it. Yeah. Like. I think people talk about their late 20s as if it's their like 70s as if it's their last chance of it's mad isn't it yeah anyway before we get into that yeah okay will I read the next one yeah should I just get the wine quickly you read that and I'll go and grab the wine okay yeah yeah do that okay hello guys Rose going to get the wine okay so here's the question what do you do when all your friends are in relationships I feel like a third wheel sometimes and I find myself not hanging out because it's all couples I get that. I hate being around um, a huge group of couples. Um, even though I'm like in a relationship. Um, anyway, I can absolutely relate to this. I have never been in a relationship up until my current relationship. I've dated people, but I've never been in a long-term relationship. I've never had that thing where I could bring another half to like a party. Or yeah. Really. And I think when you go to something and there's loads of couples, it's always a reminder that you're not in one. Yeah. So and I can understand that. Yeah. So, yeah. So I absolutely, like, literally every single one of my friends is in relationships my whole life. Um, and I was always, like, the only single one. So I absolutely can vouch for this. And what did I do? You can't do much can't beyond do much. try and break them up. I mean, um, I found myself getting used to being the third wheel and kind of enjoying it i think yeah like my piece of advice for this okay now the exception to this is those really annoying couple couples obviously I, they're i awful. actually think the like it's one of i am so aware of it but i think the rudest thing that people can do or couples can do is to be either like overly just overly affectionate if there's like a, a third person there like I, I don't mean affection as in like a kiss i mean like all, all over each other or just having full-blown like bickering at each other and, and it's not in a like a jokey way and kind of it is so rude it's so disgusting and it's um, <laughs> disgusting it's disgusting it's sorry i'm thinking of a specific time when someone i knew was doing that with her girlfriend in a patch lift at ikea who is that <laughs> oh yeah 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 i mouthed the word there yeah um it's uh, we sounded like such bitches there. Who was that? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what a fucking bitch. No, it's uh, I think it's uh peacocking. It's complete like oh, I own see. this. You're peacock cock cock. You're peacock. 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 It's it's like they're they're displaying ownership over that person. I, I think actually that comes think from it insecurity. Shows a dodgy relationship to be honest. If you're all over each other when your pal's there, like I wouldn't be like, Wow, they're so in love. I'd be like <laughs> What are you trying to prove? Exactly. I think like the most, the couples that I think when I'm hanging out with and I'm like, I feel like I'm just hanging out with two friends. I'm like, what a legendary couple. That's exactly it. I'm like, we're all just, we're all just pals. I love hanging out with people like with couples and it's fine. Anyway, the point is, back back to the point at hand. 
Um, sorry, but there's not much you can do. Don't hang out with the couple cup annoying couples. And then just get over the other thing. Like, go, like, if it's a case of... I know what's happened. I've had some friends that I'm like, do you want to come to the cinema with me and Dave? And they're like, absolutely. Now, the cinema, I understand, is a bit of a date night place. But I'm like... No, I, I'd be totally okay. But say, I'm just saying, we're not... Like, this, is not this is not a thing. Like, we live together, honestly. Like, it's not like we're... You know, gonna be making out yeah so but no no I don't I don't and it's like okay fine but it's like if you're just sitting at home bored because you you don't want to go like and also I think it's important Um, I remember I used to think you know I would stick out as a sore thumb as the only person that's single Um, when I went to like a group thing where it was loads of couples and I'd feel just like really alone but no one's looking at you like that no like it's yeah there's couples and there's single people when you're thinking of in that way but it's just a room full of 10 people as well and the people realistically want to talk to probably you more than they do their couple because they live with them and they're like sick of talking to them the whole time. Yeah, but you know what though? I I do, I understand how it feels when like it's time to leave and everyone is like going home together. Yeah, oh yeah, that's not and nice. And you're like, how am I going to get home? Or you've known to go home with that's her. Oh nice. no, your mate's actually, who would you, <coughs> your mate who would usually get a taxi with you is going to stay in their girlfriend's house or, you know. Yeah. That's not nice. But, but, <laughs> point is there, there is nothing you can do no if it's a case of you miss hanging out with your friend on their own like let's say you've got a best friend who just started going out with someone and yeah that's a different thing like if your best friend is all of a sudden no time for you and she's hanging out with her boyfriend yeah the well time, in that case lame. i would say you would commu- you, you should communicate that and i think people people will understand um i think also like there is a thing that you probably need if you don't I don't know but if you don't have many single friends I think like single friends can have a different if you're like single girl going out with her single pal like you can have an unbelievable night and you're on the same page and it's kind of like I do notice that sometimes like single people can have like kind of different night outs to like I don't need do I mean like that it can be good to have single friends as well Uh, I'm just thinking about single friends that we have and like yeah, no, they're like, I, to I, be honest, I think it's I think it's good. I think it's really good to have like at that single pal that you both want a big night out with. See, to be honest, I don't really notice who's in a relationship and who's single anymore because we're at this age where if you are in a relationship, it doesn't mean that you're a dry shite. I know, and I, I kind of resent the fact when people say like, "Oh, she's in a relationship now. Sure, she'd be going home early," kind of thing. Yeah, I because I'm like, no, like, or or when people don't ask you to do things because they think, "Oh, she'll probably be with her girlfriend tonight." That's I hate true. That. That's true. When when really I'm just like sitting alone with my Todd being like I wish someone yeah I wish you go out. out I wish you go out yeah. I do think there can be a different vibe between like two single girls going on a night out and like you know I just think of course yeah but I don't but think yeah we're not gonna be like yeah dry shites because we're in relationships but yeah there is I I just think that it's nice it is nice to have another single pal yeah of course because you're in the same boat you're in the same boat you can relate to it but I think you you just kind of if, if the problem is that your friends are just not spending enough time with you one on one which is what you want then communicate communicate it's all about communication and if it's a case where you just feel awkward when you go to like a group situation where they're all couples i'm sorry there's not much you can do no you know try not to you know just try to care we're all people who cares who cares who cares we're all literally just humans just trying to get by get by be grand no and no one you know what it's um snapchatter Darren. Has a great saying. Who the fuck is that? She's like a famous Snapchatter, like Darren, and she has like sisters and a funny man who makes cakes. She never heard. She does. She's also a spin presenter. You're not really up on the Snapchatters, are you? I don't like Snapchat. Uh, you probably know this one to see now, but she um has a great saying um that she says 
that her dad told to her, which is, no one gives a fuck about you. That's actually a great motto to live by. No one gives a fuck about you. You're single. You walk into a room. There's six couples. No one's thinking, oh, single, awkward. Literally, no one gives a shit because we're all thinking about our own shit. Exactly. They're like, great, she's here. Brilliant. Good to see you. Yep. Back thinking about my own shit. Exactly. So, no one gives a fuck about you. In a lovely way. In a nice, lovely, warm way. Uh, wait, so, yeah. So, that's it, really. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to move on. Yeah. Do you want to take this? We're getting a bit leery now that we've had a glass <laughs> of wine. <laughs> no one gives a fuck about you, so we'll just fuck <laughs> yourself, right? Will I do this one? Yeah. Oh, it's a career one. Oh, boring. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> I like these. I like these. <laughs> Ro is <laughs> getting <don't> leery. <laughs> Ro. <laughs> Ro is a bottle of wine by her feet. She's going mad. Okay. What do you <laughs> Come on Shane We've got two more questions We've only had a glass of wine oh, each One glass of wine one. No I'm on my second now to be fair Ooh. Okay I'm <coughs> <laughs> 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 fucking pissed <laughs> I think I pissed on your couch <laughs> No you did I think I did I think I did I'm afraid to get up your mic is still in your face. <laughs> okay, sorry, we're back after like a really like mad giggle fit that came out of nowhere. Okay, so this next question is a career-ish question. Maeve on Instagram. Uh, I've recently graduated and trying to figure out what I want to do and what industry would suit me best. Did you know what industry you wanted to be in after school slash college? And if not... How did you get into the areas you work in now? Good question. It is. Good question. You go first row. Um, <coughs> did I know what industry I wanted to work in by out of school and college? No and no. After school, no. I did uh, media, arts, which was like film and TV and all that stuff. Uh, after college, I thought I wanted to work in that industry. Did it for a year and realized not for me at all. So no, no, <laughs> I didn't know. Just no. Just no. Um, and then I went into what I'm doing now, which is a digital marketing job. It's where the money is. <laughs> Social media. Um, so uh, I got into that because just kind of, I just, yeah, I just started liking it. Then I did a course in that. And then I did an internship. And then after the internship, I just kept working my way up. And now, yeah. And now you're head of social media. Yeah. In your company. Yeah. But... No, like, uh, if it was not something I thought I wanted to do or I knew I wanted to do because I, how the heck are you meant to know what you want to do when you're 17 years of age? Well, let's be realistic. It's not something you dream about. Doing social media? Well, like... No, I definitely wasn't, like, Oh, my seven, dream is to be wait. a social media executive. No, 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 no. No, not at all. But my dream was always to work in just something I enjoyed and I do really enjoy exactly, it. Exactly, yeah. It doesn't feel like work, you know what I mean? So, God, that's so cliche. But, um... No, I it's didn't have though. any idea. What about you? Yeah, so I left school and did photography. Oh yeah, but you love photography to be fair. I do love photography, but I dropped out after six months. I love it as a hobby, but mm. when you're when it's a discipline, it's sucks the Different life. It sucks the life out of it for me. Um, but I still take pictures. Then I s- took some time out and worked in a curtain shop. What? Yeah, for like six months. Where? Harry Corrie. That's not a curtain shop, is it? Yeah. I, I remember thought, I bumped into your mum up there once. That was like an array of furniture and stuff. Well, like curtains, um, I bedding. remember that, up on the Southern Cross. <coughs> yeah, I yeah. remember I bumped into Burr a few times up there. 
Um, then I was working there and then I decided to do journalism because I always loved writing. Um, so I did journalism. I did like just like an advanced certificate course and I ended up getting um, an internship um, in GCN. Which I did loads of internships, um, which was a really important, I think, in that field. You have to do a lot of internships. But anyway, I got an internship in GCN, Gay Community News. Check it out. Great magazine. And I ended up working there for four years and becoming full-time. Um, because of that, I it was a very small team. And as well as writing articles, I also ended up doing social media marketing, um, event marketing, uh, loads of different kind of uh, promotional stuff and then somehow I ended up in marketing so I don't actually have any experience in marketing er, loads of experience I don't have any actual qualification. qualification I started working in a marketing agency and um worked your way up worked your way up and and yeah I've been in two digital marketing agencies since and now I'm in my current job which is communications manager which is kind of all those things combined really all those things combined so uh long story short no. No. And I I would say trust just trust your gut. You trust will fall into like, something yeah. you like. You will. Um but don't I guarantee you whatever you decide to do now is not what you're gonna be doing in five years. So. No, and what we're doing now we're probably not gonna be doing. In yeah, five well years. I think our we we are so different to our parents in that, you know, my dad left school and just went to the mm. bank and worked there for f- forty years. Um Forty. I mean <laughs> sorry. Tw- yeah. Thirty. 40. Forty. I was like, yeah, that's right. Yeah, sixty. Yeah. My dad started working in Trinity College when he was seventeen. That he, is mad. Sixty-four. That is mad. Isn't that mad? But that's just what they did. Like, yeah, it was like there was no like it was just like no, you got a job, but you didn't have to, you didn't like your job. Yeah. Imagine that. But I remember when I was in college, I was thinking about what to do my thesis on, and um, somebody said to me like, what do you, like do it on something you like because it's going to be a big twelve thousand word whatever thesis, so do it on a topic you like. And I was like. Like, you know, part of me was like, I should do it on Hitchcock to be cool. But I was like, no, like, I don't like Hitchcock. <laughs> so I was like, what do I like? And I loved, at that time, and still do, the Kardashians, but I loved reality TV. And I was thinking, how can... You are I- still mad for reality TV. I love reality TV. Trash TV. <sighs> I don't get to watch it anywhere near as much now that I'm living with Dave. Like, my con- consumption of reality TV has really decreased, which is very sad, but... Um, I loved like watching the Kardashians, really interesting that whole thing. So I did my thesis. I ended up doing my thesis on. Um, it was all about voyeurism and how reality TV is the new like voyeurism, and it was all about like the gays and all the not the gays like G A Y S. Excuse me, G A Z E. Um, but yeah, and I actually yeah, it it did really well, and I lo- and I actually really enjoyed doing it because it was something. So basically, long story short, like pick what something you're interested in the same with like social media at the time when I went into that I was I was really interested in like b- back in that time it wasn't really like lots of ads it was all like kind of organic social media and like community yeah. management and I really enjoyed that I started doing it for like um club nights early on and then I loved that and I was like could I make this into a full-time job and then I did so I think find out what you like to do figure out how you get to do a lot of that in your job and then do it then do it but in terms of like picking a course to be honest but wait, also just be aware that you might be doing it for no money for a while. Oh God, yeah. But that's okay. But in terms of picking a course, um, oh no, she's recently graduated, trying to figure out what she wants to do. Okay, yeah. So she's trying to figure out what industry would suit me best. Like, dabble around, like. Yeah, look, I've changed career three times now and I'm 28. I'd love to know what industry she's talking about. I would love to know. Because like, cer- I presume it's like marketing or like, because there's there's some industries where there's not that much like 
she, she like wouldn't be like a nurse pilot. or a doctor or a pilot. <laughs> I would say she did, probably did like an arts degree and is wondering what to do. Possibly. Yeah. You could speculate. Yeah. But that actually leads us nicely into our next and final question. Mm. <laughs> um, sorry, laughing at Row here. Um, this is from Tamara on Instagram. And what do you do when you need experience to get experience? Get experience. To get experience. To get experience. We both internshiped to fuck. Like we were interns, perpetual interns. I th- did about four or five internships, and I was on um pretty much even when I got a full time job, I was still on minimum wage up until two years ago. I started doing internships in college. I did one with a production company, and they paid me forty euro a week. And sorry, in college on the summer holidays, job bridge. No, I never got a job bridge. But anyway, it was like forty euro a week, and um yeah, I was working full time, and then I did another one after that, and it was it got up to like sixty euro a week. And it was just, yeah, yeah. You have to do it. Yeah. But I will say there's light at the end of the tunnel. I then got a job that paid really well. Yeah. And, you know, I did a, in my current job, I did a trainee, I did a traineeship for six months and then I was, you know, brought up to the next level and I'm still there. So like, yeah, you just have to. You have to answer, do it. Yeah. Anyone that thinks they can get anywhere without doing like an internship, I think you're kind of living in the... Stone Age? <laughs> Absolute Stone Age. Um, a degree doesn't get you a job anymore. No. I don't look at degrees. When people, when I'm reading CVs, I don't look no, at degrees. No, I actually never look at the degrees. I don't know if that's really bad, but it's not even, I just immediately go to experience. And if it's for like a junior role or, or you know, then obviously not going to have much experience. But I look at like, what other things they have? Do they have a blog? Do they have, are they whatever, volunteering? There's stuff that they're doing that in, hopefully in the industry that shows they actually care about it. If you, for example, if you want a job in digital marketing or social media and you have no experience in it, which is fine, but you also have like n- nothing to show me that you're interested in it. Like you haven't set up a blog or you don't have, I don't know, whatever, a YouTube channel or you don't have, you know, there's no, I don't mean anything about like you have to have a certain amount of followers. No, no, I don't no. mean that. I just mean like something to show like for example, you I helped out my friend's shop with on Instagram and I did this and this and it was great. If you've done yeah. if you've done nothing, it's like, well, you obviously don't like this industry. That's just maybe for digital marketing, but I think Um Yeah, well it's funny because uh, like the past couple of jobs I've applied to and got over the past, say, six years. Yeah. I've been told by the employer that I beat out people with degrees and masters. And I may I point out, I have an advanced certificate Advanced from Dunleary College of Further Education <laughs> in journalism. And, you know, even the current job I got now, apparently I beat out 80 other people. Wow. Probably with degrees and shit. But you know why? Because I care. Because I give a shit. And I really engage yeah. with people in interviews. And I really, like... I don't. Also, I don't apply for jobs that, like, I, that I'm just applying to for the sake of. People with master's degrees now are like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> no, but uh, you well, can take an your field. master's in, degree in, yeah. and shove it up your arse because... <laughs> Jesus. No, no. No, but it's in our in our industry to be fair, which I is know, in I marketing. Know. You could you could yeah. go into a hospital as a doctor and <laughs> yeah. say, Well, I've loads of experience, loads no experience. degree. I helped my ma one time and she broke her elbow. Um no, but what we're kinda of trying to say is like get experience, you have to you have to do the internships, and if you can't get internships, just make your own work. Like do whatever, like do work exactly. for free. Like you don't have to get even an official internship. Um so yeah like work in a cafe and do your fucking blog at night time or whatever you do their do. social media for free yeah do yeah i mean it's so easy to just look to be proactive about it so that's the main thing i look out for especially in those junior kind of internship roles to be honest yeah 
Yeah. I think that's all the advice. Um, so where are the questions, <coughs> Roshi and Linny? Where are the questions, Jane Casey? Um, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean... Was that good? I don't even know. I don't even know was that good. Was tell that us terrible? If it was that terrible? I think that might have been terrible. Well, we'll find out. Please tell us. I feel like we didn't give any advice there. Did we? We just rambled We're just absolutely locked right now. No. <laughs> yes, is the answer to that. No. Um, no, look, uh, you know, we aren't qualified um, life <laughs> coaches, so no. take everything we say with a grain of salt, but uh, it was fun answering the questions it all the same. It was fun. Like, send us in more, but also let us know if this was, if you enjoyed this or not, because obviously this is our sixth episode and it's the first Q&A we've done. We'd kind of like to do it one every, like, in another six episodes time maybe do it again yeah yeah and um, cool. we have an idea to maybe get like a man on it to answer some questions oh, as well because we do think it'd be good to get like if, if questions are around relationships and boyfriends we do think it would be actually really interesting to get a, do you a know male what? perspective I think, I think regardless of whether it's uh, relationship questions whether they're boys or girls or lesbians or straight or whatever i think even boys think differently they do I think so respects. too I think it's really it interesting it doesn't matter if it's about relationships I think it, it'll be interesting to get a boy's perspective yeah so we might do a Q&A with a boy the next one so yeah let us know if you like it send us in questions you know even if we're not doing even if we haven't announced Q&A send us in the questions anyway and we can store them up for the next one exactly uh, tell your friends about us that'd be nice please leave a review I'm sorry we've got about 3,000 listeners shite on about the reviews aren't we, we only have 12 reviews come on guys we've more than 12 no we have a lot of ratings. We have a lot of ratings. With 12 reviews. Yeah, and those 12 reviews are definitely our mates as well. Probably. So we would really appreciate if you left a review. Yeah. It would be nice. Um, cool. Thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for listening and uh, enjoy the theme music. <laughs>